Hey guys, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to answer the question, or at least discuss the question, what type of trader is more emotionally driven? The discretionary trader or the systems trader? Now, before we hop into it, because I know I'm going to forget later, please take a second to leave a rating and a review for this podcast. It is the best way that you can support. Right now, we've been ranked the seventh best trading podcast out in 2023. It's really early in the year, but I want to keep moving up that ladder, and I'm going to need your support to help it happen. So leave me a rating, leave me a review on whatever app you're listening to this podcast at. Now, I was going through my Twitter feed today just looking for different quotes. You guys know I have a growth mindset, so I love reading discussions. I love having the the brain tickled. I love looking for inspiration. And I came across a very interesting one that made me think a little bit. And because it made me think, I'm going to share it with you because I do think it's a very interesting subject. And the quote was this, or the tweet was this, and we'll get into it in a little bit more detail. Full-on discretionary traders are often so invested mentally and emotionally in their trades, this makes losses hard to stomach. Systematic traders generally don't operate from that same headspace. They think data points, they think process, they think large numbers. And essentially, I interpret this as uh, saying discretionary traders have a harder time dealing with trading emotions versus systematic traders. And just to take a step back, because I know we have new traders all the time joining the podcast, uh, thank you, by the way. Um, We can break these things up into two categories, right? So think of, in general terms, the systematic trader as someone is basically trading like a mechanical system. So it doesn't have to be this way, but an easy way is like indicator-based. So if this moving average crosses this moving average or if this MACD is above the the zero line, then I do this, right? Everything is 100% strictly indicator-based, systemized, black or white, no ifs, ands, or buts. Basically, there's no thinking that you have to do about entering trades. Now, there's a lot of there's a lot of thinking in developing the system and testing the system and programming the system all that fun stuff, but once you get to the point of actually trading, there's no thinking. Either it gives you the signal or it doesn't give you the signal. Discretionary trading is thought of in a different light, so kind of the polar opposite. This is more kind of you go off a gut, you go off a feel, you go off an intuition, right? There's a lot more freedom in in what you can do. You are a an artist instead of I guess a a technician or an engineer. Um and discretionary traders are often kind of, again, that they're, I'll get into it a little bit about rules-based, but typically they're thought of as having no rules. They kind of have complete freedom to come in and do what they want. Now, the idea is that, hey, when you're following something that is fully mechanical, that is systematic, you don't necessarily have those emotional pulls because you are kind of operating in the black and the white, operating in the one or the zero, right? If this, then that, if this, then that, right? You're not emotionally invested in any given trade because it's not really your idea, or at least that's what the thought process goes. Discretionary traders, on the other hand, they're thought to be more emotionally invested in their idea, where it's not just a trading idea, but there's a little a little ego involved where it's my trading idea. And because it's my trading idea, I have this attachment to it that maybe a, a systems trader doesn't necessarily have. And I can tell you from someone who has traded on both ends, that's not necessarily true on either end, right? So let's start with systems trading, for example. 
yes, black or white seems easy, right? Either do it or don't do it. Either enter or don't enter. If it gives you the signal, you take it. If it doesn't give you a signal, you don't take it. Seems very simple, right? But it's not that simple when real money is on the line because you still have to have a trust in what you're doing. I remember I've, I traded a system before in the past. This is when I was a younger trader. I wasn't too driven to learn how to trade. So I was kind of looking for the shortcut, right? And the, the, the coaches that I was uh, learning from, they had this system. And honestly, I thought it was the easiest way to plug, uh, plug and play, right? I, I quit three jobs to become a pursue being a full-time trader. It wasn't as easy as I thought. And I wanted to start making money. So I said, hey, you know, while I'm learning this other stuff, right? I'm going to trade this system and I'll make money because the system is awesome. And I didn't develop the system. Um, I didn't, I learned later, I didn't really believe in the system. It didn't mesh with what my trading philosophy ended up being. Now, again, at the time, I had no idea I was supposed to have a trading philosophy. I didn't know that I even had one. Um, this is stuff you learn in hindsight, but I was simply trading it because I thought it would make me money not necessarily because I thought the system was actually a good one. Now, if you're someone that's developing your own system, if you're someone that is taking a system that kind of meshes with your thought process, if you've gone through the back testing process and, and you've grown that belief, that's a different story. But I wasn't 100% bought into that system. And because of that, I made a lot of errors, right? I followed the system. I was good and consistent in my, my discipline and in, in my trade execution, but it was very hard for me to deal with drawdowns, right? Because I would take a trade. I wouldn't necessarily understand why I'm taking a trade aside from, you know, these four indicators doing this thing. I didn't necessarily agree with the trade. So meaning I would have my own thoughts in my head that said, hey, I think we should probably be bullish or oh, this is a dangerous location. I want to be careful. But the system would be telling me, hey, sell, 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 sell. And I would have to sell because I want to be a disciplined trader. And what would happen is during the trades where I personally disagreed or I felt uncomfortable, when they lost, I would start feeling a little bit emotional. Um, I would start losing confidence and belief in the system because I'm like, man, Akil, I, I knew it. I knew that wasn't a good signal, but you took it anyway. And it's not a big deal when it happens one time. But over the time that you're going to be trading the system, you're going to deal with losing streaks. You're going to deal with trades that don't go all the way to targets and reverse. You're going to be, you're going to deal with trades that stop you out and they give you signals that tell you you're going to stop you out, but you got to stick with it, right? And all these little things are going to chip at your belief system, right? So even though I was a systems trader, I got to the point over time where I found it very difficult to stomach losses because I was doing something that I didn't actually believe in, right? On the other hand, discretionary trading, right? You can get into a lot of trouble discretionary trading. I started my career as a discretionary trader, um, again, not on purpose, but I thought trading was as simple as, you know, I go into the charts, open it up, I feel a little this, feel a little that, right? Um, it was similar to when I was an investor, right? I was, uh, I don't want to say I was a, a discretionary investor, but as an investor, I didn't use technical analysis. I kind of made my... Um, I made my investment decisions off of some numbers, but really it was it was feel. You know, my my investing mentor taught me a common sense approach. Right, one plus one equals two. Find the correlations, find the um, the, the partnerships. I guess you can say, and make decisions based off that. So when I went into trading, I thought it would be the same way. I'd open up a chart. Again, I had no idea what I was doing, but 
I, you know, I would play with trend lines, play with support and resistance, play with indicators. I would just kind of get a feel. This looks like it's going to go higher. This looks like it's going to crash. And I wouldn't make decisions off of that. And, you know, I don't have to tell you guys, I got blew up accounts pretty quickly doing so. And as I ventured on in my career of discretionary trading, what I learned was that one, I did like discretionary trading versus systematic trading, right? I like having freedom. I like, you know, again, it's like, you know, trading is an art and a science. The science is all numbers. The art is discretionary version where it's all kind of interpretation. I like being able to interpret, but being able to interpret, I guess, within a cage of rules. So I've adapted a discretionary trading style that is rules based, right? If you look at the definition of discretionary trading, typically they say there's no strict rules. Well, I do believe you can have both. You can ha you can be a discretionary trader that has strict rules. And in my personal style and the style that we teach over at tier one trading is rules-based discretionary trading. I mean, you still have the ability to analyze a market and look at swings and interpret high momentum candles, low momentum candles, uh, strong candles, you know, weak candles, stuff like that. But all of those opinions are based within a set of rules, but the set of rules isn't so tight that it's constricting you. It's loose enough where it gives you a little bit of freedom to interpret, but ultimately the execution still has to be within your rules. And I found that way to be helpful for me because again, I'm just my personality type is someone where if you give me all strict rules and if I don't believe in those strict rules 100%, it's not going to go well for me. I'm also someone that can't be trusted to <laughs> to do whatever I want. So I need kind of I need guidance. I, I, I need a box to kind of be within to know my boundaries. And what I liked about discretionary trading is we talked about the ego, the emotion earlier. Um, not that this necessarily plays a role in your trading, but it does feel good to kind of execute something where you've put into work. Right. I trade something called advanced pattern formations, and I, I guess those can be considered discretionary as well. But. They're pretty boring, right? I just draw out a X to A, A to B, B to C, C to D. I put an order on and then they complete and either win or they lose, right? There's not a lot of work that goes into them aside from finding them. Something like a structured trade where you're watching it for days and it comes down to a level that you called and it gives you that candlestick, that rejection candlestick and that higher, high, higher close that you've been waiting for and you push the button. Something just feels like you put in work. And again, should you need that feeling to be a trader? No, not at all. Trading is all about making money. But for me personally, I found that, hey, that's something that makes me feel good. It, it, it motivates me, but it's also something that I believe in. So whether it wins or whether it loses, I don't feel bad about it. I, I don't second guess it because I know that I made that decision. And again, my personality type, I am fine living or dying by my decisions. I am not fine living or dying by someone else's decisions. I guess that's the whole control thing that a lot of entrepreneurs have. But the fact is, even though I'm a discretionary trader, I don't find myself being more emotionally involved. I actually find myself being less emotionally involved because I'm comfortable and I've accepted over the years living or dying by my own decisions before I place that trade. And when it loses, I'm, I'm not upset. And honestly, going back to the systems days, I was more upset when the systems trade lost than I am now when my trades lose. So I don't think we can necessarily say it's a blanket statement that systematic traders are less emotional and discretionary traders or are more emotional. It all depends on kind of what you're doing with each, right? If you are fully invested in the system that you developed, 
you can have no emotions. Well, we have emotions, we're human beings, right? Every time I say that, I think of Denise Scholl just yelling at me, we have emotions, we're humans. System traders, we can say that system traders, maybe if you've developed your own system, if you back test it, if you have a 100% belief in what you're doing, you're less likely to act on your emotions. Discretionary traders, right? If you have no rules and you have no idea what you're doing, then you're going to be an emotional, a highly emotional trader no matter what. Or you're going to act highly off your emotions. If you believe 100% in what you're doing, if it's all rules based and you're living and dying with your own decisions, you're probably not going to act on your emotions, right? So at the end of the day, it's not about systems or discretionary trading. It's all about you as a trader, how much confidence you have in yourself and how much belief you have in your system. That's what makes the difference between whether you're going to be emotionally, well, whether you're going to act off your emotions or not act off your emotions in the market. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Do me a favor. Let me know what you think. It's a very interesting subject. I just put a poll on Twitter today. I'll, I'll try to put one under the, the Spotify podcast as well, as well. But I'd love to hear your opinion. Maybe you can revisit this episode as well. So if you're watching this on YouTube, just shoot it in the comment section below. If you're listening to this on audio version, uh, find me on social media at Akil Stokes RTM. Shoot me a DM and let me know what you think, right? This is just my opinion. I would love to hear yours as well. Well, 